This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon Sale. Uh, sing the hello song. Oh. Hello, hello, hello. No, 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 not that wife. hello song. The other oh. one. I just came to say hello. No, not hello. that one. The other one. Uh, oh. Hello, Dolly. No. Yes, hello. No, hello. Hello, my name is Elder Price. No. And that's no. <laughs> no. Hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? Zach. I, uh, None of those were right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Joel. Nice try. Okay, thank you. Welcome to Bacon Sale. I'm Joel. <laughs> I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. And we'd like to thank you for listening to our last show. We hope you had a happy Easter. Oh. <laughs> happy Easter. And uh, it was funny because like uh, some candies people brought up yeah. that I was like, I didn't know that existed. And other people were like, I didn't know the candy you guys talked about existed. So I think it was a good kind of merging of uh, ideas. Big oversight on our part, but specifically your part, Joel. <laughs> Terry Finley says, um, you totally missed the M&M Easter peanut butter eggs. That's that literally ticks half of the boxes. If it was part jelly bean, then we'd be on it with the boy and his Ew, bean. That's that's true. Uh, by far the best part of Easter candy and the best M&Ms ever made. She says, do we know if the boy and his bean listen to the show? I mean, uh, Sam, who always like tries to to reach out to whoever is associated with out. the show. Yeah. And he never get a sponsorship. It never goes anywhere. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Sam. I don't, don't want to talk to us on Instagram. Uh, Teddy Swenson, three, eight, one, two says mental image of the three of you sitting around doing the Robin's egg lipstick was <laughs> priceless. Please tell me a picture was taken. We Guys, we failed. Take a picture. We didn't do it. We didn't. Take we'll a do it again. And then I, I, give me some. Oh, my wife, by the way, yeah. said, oh, yeah, I feel bad for Zach. She walked in the room and I was, I, was, no she, I don't know where she said, I feel bad for Zach. And I went, why? And she goes, his childhood. And I said, what's wrong with his childhood? He's like, he didn't know you could do lipstick with Robin eggs. <laughs> Side note, my mom, I talked to my mom today and she said, I listened to last week's Bacon Sale and was very happy. I was like, why? She says, because you said all of the things that you didn't like, I don't like. All the things you like, I like. Oh, so I must have raised you. It's her fault. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Hey, fault or... Uh. <laughs> Aubrey Larson says, great artwork. I haven't even finished the episode yet, but I already went to the grocery store to get some Easter candy because you made me crave it. Yeah. Which is funny because whenever we do food shows, we're warning people yeah. against it. Exactly. Or making our, our stomach weird noises. So many stomach yeah. noises on the yeah. last show. I think we have control, though. I think mm. we have control over uh, Facebook algorithms because both uh, Rachel Crump and Sam Ma reported that they were getting ads for, for jelly, jelly beans. beans. Yeah. Yeah. Was it's it, almost it like it's Instagram? Easter, though. Yeah. I'm just saying. Mm. Maybe it's us. Probably us. Maybe. Probably us. Bacon sales influential. Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? Well, we're talking about the song Hello. Well, oh, you already or, did. Or the song Hello. Or So we're talking about songs today. We're calling this Twinner Winner. We're talking about two songs that have the same title, but are actually different songs. Well, because uh, back in, oh, when was that? May of 2017, episode 106, Twinner Winner, which is about movies that were similar, like Ants and a Bug's Life mm -hmm. and Dante's Peak. So and, it wasn't exactly the Volcano. same title, but it was. No, but there were, there were similar movies that came out on the same Armageddon. time. Yeah, they came yeah. out on the same time. We had a whole discussion about it. And then Mike Hilton. What was the Mars Listen to the show. Anyway, go uh, that was the uh, Mission Red Mars. Red Planet and, and Mission yeah, Mars. Yeah, weird one. But Mike Hilton said, uh, gave the suggestion of Battle of the Same Titled Songs. You take two songs with the same title, for example, Hello by Adele and Hello by Lana Ritchie, and put them against each other. There can be only one. There can be only one. And I, I was like, <laughs> I love that's that. actually a fun idea. And I've been pushing for this one because I, I love mm -hmm. music shows. And these, these are not remakes or covers of the same song. You know, we're not going to say, oh, you know... 
we'll get to that. Honestly, we show. should do that show. That sounds fun we to me. We should do a cover show. I would love but that. This is just uh, there's a song on this list that I might like the cover better to. These are songs that are completely different from each other, but they have the same title. Yeah. And it, they're not uh, some obscure deep tracks on an album. These are hits. These are big songs. We've talked about these so- these particular songs a lot on some the show them, already. Yes, yes. They definitely have. Yeah. Yeah. They've appeared in brackets and stuff like that. Yeah, so we're going to be playing clips of these so you can help differentiate them. And my point of view... Okay, let's hear it. ...is I am, I am coming to the bacon sale, and we're going to go talk to Amazon, and we're going to say, okay, when people say to, so their, like Wonder Woman, to their Echo, when they say to their Amazon okay. Echo, hey, play this song, just the title alone, what the default should be. Oh. That's boring. how I'm playing this. You say, play this. And Joel's what, what tiptoeing play? over there, just trying to please Jeff Bezos. Meanwhile, he is my uncle. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he should sponsor the show. He is. <laughs> what? You guys are getting that money? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel that if there is one song, or maybe a few songs with the same name, when we choose a winner, and we're not doing bracket style, like yes, Joel will pick one, I may pick the other, Zach will choose a winner, but they're not going to the end. Oh my gosh, I know where you're going with this. One song will exist. No, the no, other song. This or is two. A, this, no, 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 no. This is no, no. IMAX race. This no risk, no reward. Reach for the stars here, guys. Can't, no. I can't One song or two songs will be deleted from history. This I can't. This do is that. what makes it tough. You've got to go with your heart and you've got to sell it. I'm setting the defaults because I'm letting you know your, right now. Your defaults. I'm looking at the list right now. There is only one song on this entire list. We have 22 songs because you know that's that's fun. Yeah. Twos, you know, pairs. Uh, oh, oh I, that's funny. <laughs> I just realized that you did that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, did I was 22. like, 120. Oh, it's oh, two, two. Because it's, it's Joel. There's two there twos. twos. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I like two twos. He's a theme guy. There's only one song on here that I do not like. The rest of them I like, and most of that's them That's what I makes love. it fun. You, Get, you picked a song. You literally made this playlist. You don't like a song? Well, because it, it has a similar title, and I'm like, um, I hate that this other one gets Joel. brought up when you bring up this other Kill one. Kill Your Darlings. No. no. Yeah. Yes. No. Okay, you play, no. Some songs don't exist? No. Come on! No, we're, do, we're doing make it and, fun. And, and, I like this playlist. Yeah, no, yeah. it's like we're deleting the playlist. We're saying in this alternate reality, there's only one song named in Hello. your reality. Kentworth done. How many times <laughs> wow, have we, we given Joel on the show? How many times have we given Joel a hard time for a wonderful life? <laughs> I'm not doing show. <laughs> it's more fun. You can play however you want at home, but that we hope you do play at home along with this. And yeah. you get to choose song. This is not going to be like the bracket where we're, we're you know based on a lot of facts. This yeah, is we're not primarily one an emotional yeah. battle. Yeah. So, I mean, some of the same research has been taking place, yeah. to be honest. Yes. But we do also have some where it's three against each oh, other. Okay. Yes. What's some the, what's, triple matchups. What's the rule there? Do we need a mini bracket? What are we doing? No, I think with the triple the triple matchups, the way it can work as we throw them in there, it's kind of like a daily Like Joel pick his favorite. Yeah. I may pick mine. And the other one doesn't exist in the ring. What if I like voting it? Anymore. You, sorry. I you're a tiebreaker. I'm only a, you're uh, only the tiebreaker if needed. All right. Welcome to the show. Season six. <laughs> There's one I already could tell. Seven. There's one we're no, going to have a problem with. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I call him season six because that's when he joined. So, oh. Yeah. oh. His, his name's Zach. Oh, what? what? Yeah. Okay. So let me out of the cave. All right. I think it's more than appropriate. We've already joked about it. We are going to start with, honestly, the matchup that inspired this, this whole episode, which is Hello by Lionel Richie. Hello. I can just see the music video with the weird clay. Anyway, versus That's Hello. That's Richie's face. Versus Hello by Adele. Hello from the other side. <laughs> I must have a thousand times. I don't even dare sing to this one. I just lip sync to it. <laughs> Woo. 
So that I mean, so emotional right there. It is. Nice. And this is a this is a behemoth to start out with. But this oh, was totally. also like a big meme at the time. I mean, people would say, "What you know? What hello is it?" Yeah. So hello, uh, Lana Ritchie came out in 1984. Adele's came out in 2015. Both songs hit number one, whereas Adele's number one in 36 countries. Remember, Adele was a big deal in the early or mid 2000s and 2010. Yeah, it had been four years since her previous album, and she came out swinging. That yes. was a yeah, that was an intense album. She, and she's so popular. she's known for grand emotions, and this song was probably her most emotional. And she played the drums on the song. What? That's her. That's Adele what? playing the drums on the song. That's cool. Also, fun fact: uh, at the 59th annual Grammy Awards, "Hello" by Adele won three awards. And it marks the first time in Grammy history that two different songs with the same title have been nominated for Song of the Year. Because Hello by Lionel Richie also got nominated. But Adele won. (sighs) Wow. This is tough. Okay, so Lionel Richie, I feel like this is pre-internet meme. Like, his own music video became, like, the joke. The creeper status... Well, because the music video is about this professor yes. who is, has a crush on his student, She's a blind, blind student, mm-hmm. and it's unrequited, <laughs> he thinks. He doesn't, he doesn't think she like, even knows he's there. He'll call her at night. And then, yeah, he calls her, doesn't say a word. Yeah. And then he finds out she's creating this clay bust of his face, <laughs> and it's... From, based would, on the sound would, of his voice. I would give her clay bust probably a B minus <laughs> because it's not, it doesn't totally look like him. It doesn't. Oh, it's, man. it's like, oh, if, if you're told that's Lionel Richie. She's blind. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. I have a sneaky suspicion she's not blind. I don't think she is. Okay. The, oh, she, but then she, they, she got his hair perfectly. But then they also had the uh, Starburst commercial. Do you remember that mm-hmm. where they parodied this? Yeah. And this guy made a Starburst Yes. Busted this girl's face. So good. And it was hilarious. I think Lionel Richie's voice is like as beautiful as his hair. It's so hello. rich. And I'm putting my vote out early. Before. It is Hello by Lionel Richie. I feel like this is the one that belongs to be played first. We've been talking about it for five minutes. I don't yes. think this is early <laughs> compared to what we normally do. See, this is the problem because I feel like there is a better song. What is it? Which is Adele's. But the one uh, that I like more is Lionel Richie's. I feel like Adele's has not stood the test of time. No one what? really talks about it anymore. Kent, I want to. This by the way, oh yeah, we have a playlist. Oh, we have a playlist. We yes. have a Spotify playlist of all these songs, so you can go to bakeitsell.com, find the link there uh, in the description for this show. It's mm-hmm. in the comments, and you can listen to this entire playlist and just enjoy it as much as I have. But as I was playing this playlist, I was you know enjoying it. This "Hello" by Adele came on. And I have a I have a mirror in front of my desk. Stop it! And I was totally lip syncing. I looked up at myself lip syncing. I'm like, I don't care. I love this song because just you need to belt it out. Okay. Well, then you have to go for Adele's. I can't though. Why not? Because Hello has so much more influence in my life. Come on. Sorry, Zach. Hello is Adele. I say hello. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I like I like Hello, but I prefer Hello. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But the thing about it is with. Quick Wits, we play a game called Hello, where mm-hmm. we'll do a regular scene, and at any given time during the scene, Hello by Lionel Richie will start playing, and all of a sudden becomes a romantic scene, no matter what we're doing. <laughs> it's hilarious, and so I have this, and the music video was one of my favorites as a kid. Right. I don't know why, but it's weird, but <laughs> it's funny. As a kid, but I, I got to vote Lionel Richie. Yeah. Shout out to the Saturday Night Live sketch that uh, yes. like the, very good. The, the Thanksgiving family is arguing about politics and they just turn on Adele's Hello and, and they, they all unite. stop and unite through this song. That's a great one of, skit. One of the classics. It's a great skit. It's great. I would have definitely picked Adele, but well, oh, I'm glad you weren't given the choice. Well, come on. <laughs> Lionel Richie wins the Hello battle. Next up, we have Alive by Pearl Jam. Oh, I, oh, I'm still alive. 
it's over. I did short clips so we wouldn't have to do all Jeremy this. Versus Alive by P.O.D. I feel so alive. Oh. For the very first time. You know this one's good because on the Spotify playlist, it's from an album that's like rock workouts <laughs> and it's some buff guy's arm. So oh, yeah. it's a power uh, anthem. Pearl Jam's came out first in 1991 and P.O.D.'s came out in 2001. So 10 years apart. Yeah. And I was surprised Alive did not chart on Billboard's Hot 100. And when I give like my rankings, it's generally Billboard Hot 100 unless it didn't mm-hmm. hit. And that's usually like mainstream rock tracks yeah. or alt airplay. The cool thing I learned about Alive was that it was actually an instrumental... Which, which Alive? I hate oh. this show. I hate this show. <laughs> Already. So okay. uh, but Pearl Jam, yes, Pearl please. Jam's version, is that it was just an instrumental uh, called Dollar Short. They just had the music for it. Okay. And it was their demo that they were circulating around and hoping to find a lead singer, this this <laughs> this group. And then Eddie Vedder, this is in Seattle, Eddie Vedder was in California as a security guard and he got the tape, yeah. And he decided to write lyrics to it, and then he sang them and sent it back to Seattle. And he became the how lead funny they're Pearl like. Jam. We're looking for a singer. He's like, how about me? Uh, if I feel alive, I can't quite sing. Yeah, but this one also it's interesting because the lyrics I never really understood them because it's Eddie Vedder singing, mm-hmm, of course. But it's about a guy who finds out that his father was not actually his biological father. Yeah. Which is based on Eddie Vedder's real life. He was raised thinking his stepfather was his actual father. He's emo before there was emo. And then he found out who, when his father, who, when he found out who his father really was, he'd actually passed away mm-hmm. uh, before he got to meet him. Right. His mom, you know, didn't let him meet. Like I, sad. I really enjoy Alive by Pearl Jam. It's not my favorite Pearl Jam song, but like it has like the perfect Pearl Jam ending where he's just like droning on. There's guitar solos. It goes a little bit too long. Yeah. And I'm sure it was cut. A lot of these songs were cut in half on radio play because they need to be that we're going to talk about on this show. Yeah. But then jumping over to P.O.D. Alive once again. Yeah. So first of all, who? Uh, Honestly, I feel P.O.D. so alive. I, but like who? Who's that? It's a, they're from the who doesn't know Pearl Jam? <laughs> who knows P.O.D.? Yeah, but you know this song. Yeah. I think this song kind of rocks. And they actually wrote this okay, to but... as like an uplifting anthem for people. And it was it was written. He was inspired by the day that he recognized some of his features. The lead singer recognized some of the features in his daughter's face, like his baby daughter's face. And it's, I was like, oh, that is so cute. Yeah, that is so cute. It is. Does and that make you want to vote for it? Uh, kind of. Yeah. It's difficult, though. Because both these songs, I think, are good, and and I'm. Okay, you seem like you already had a white lead leaning. There's not much variation to Pod's Alive, but I would find myself tapping my toes more to that song than Pearl Jam, honestly, because yeah. Pearl Jam is a little bit too slow. But it is more of a classic song, and so it feels wrong to vote against it. So I'm going to vote for Pearl Jam Alive. <sighs> And you know it's a ripoff, by the way, Ken. The, the guitar what? riff in there. What? Mike McCready, the guitarist, uh, in his guitar solo in Alive, said he basically copied it from Ace Freely. So from Kiss, from, Kiss, from yeah. She, yeah, yeah, from Kiss, who the song She. But apparently that was also copied from a, The Doors' Five to One. So it's it's just a guitar. It all solo comes doing. back to Jim Morrison. It all does. But <laughs> I'm going to vote for Pod. Okay, why? No. Because okay, I, when I was listening to this. Alive went on a little long, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and Like you said, it's not my favorite Pearl Jam song. Mm-hmm. But P.O.D., that one came on. I was back in the 2000s. I was back in college. I was having a great time. And the, the music video is kind of this cool, like this guy gets hit by a car. Like, he's in a car, and he gets hit by a bus, and it's turning over in slow motion, and his life is flashing before his eyes. 
I don't even remember. Car the music accidents. Video for, You're all about them. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> but I don't remember the music video for Alive. Yeah, that's true. Is this song in like first of all, like every movie in the mid two thousands, but specifically Daredevil? So alive. Is it in Daredevil? I feel like it's in Daredevil. It probably is. It, it, that's it's not, Evanescence in Daredevil. Oh, they basically Evans. sponsored the movie. Fun fact. I went to an <laughs> Evanescence concert. It wasn't a fun fact at all because it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun? Not at all. Oh, uh, so This is... I, I like where you're going with like... Honestly, this BOD song is really fun. Yes. Um, And I do find myself doing that. But I think for listening sake, I would have to go with Pearl Jam. Okay. I like. I think it's a better song to listen to. Wow! So not alive it, anymore because you just deleted them. I I will delete. Nobody knows POD. Pearl Jam wins this matchup. Now we have our very first triple matchup. <laughs> and we're yes. Yeah, so this is the uh, the triple twins, if you will. What? No, <laughs> that's called triplets. Tri- tri- oh yeah, that makes more sense. I like tri tip. Tri tip. Tri matchup. Triple. Like tri corner anyway. hat matchup. What are the songs? Angel. <laughs> By Aerosmith. You're my angel. We're all head bobbing. Versus Angel by Sarah McLachlan. <laughs> Did she just bark? For only 25 cents every minute, you can talk to this dog on the phone. Versus Angel by Shaggy. I want to show the nation my, my appreciation. Wow. So a Wait, triple matchup. This is a tri-angel. Uh, Get it? Uh, <laughs> we can't do that with every one of them. I, I've, I've spelled that wrong so I want to show yes. the nation my, my appreciation. appreciation. It really is like every time I hear that Shaggy one. The rapping, I'm like, okay, okay, Shaggy. Let's get back to the guy who can actually sing. Well, and here's the thing, right? It's Steve Miller Band beat, so... It's Steve Miller Band's The Joker, and then also Angel of the Morning, which yeah. is... Uh, who did that one? I still love Chip it. Chip Taylor did. Chip Taylor Angel was the, the original morning. song. Yes. But there was another one I knew it from better. Hmm. Some facts about each. Angel by Aerosmith hit number three in 1988. Angel by Sarah McLaughlin. By Sarah McBrocks. Did you just make a Zach sound? <laughs> hit number four in 1997. I'm not in trouble this time. Angel by Shaggy hit number one in 12 countries, including the U.S. Now, Angel by Sarah McLaughlin, like it's a, it's you know a sad song. I Do you know it, what it's about? I just found out because right. this was me and an ex-girlfriend's song. Why? Because it was it was a romantic song. Did she die? No, because I didn't know <laughs> back then that the lyrics are actually about the death of Jonathan Melvin. Yeah, from who was Smashing, Smashing Pumpkins. Pumpkins touring keyboard player. He died of a heroin overdose, mm-hmm. and she was kind of moved by that, and so she wrote this song about tragic death. Why was it your song? Because it, it was in the arms of an angel. I don't know. Wow. Why do people pick songs, okay? People pick Evanescence's... You're, you're not a lyrics guy. You've said this before. I'm more of a music guy. So you're yeah. like, it's Sarah McLaughlin and it'll make her... Every breath you take? Really, Kent? People chose that as their song. It's a stocky song. <laughs> it is? Yes. What's the Evanescence one? Uh, so My Immortal. I am, not a good song to have as your song either. I am going to remove Angel by Aerosmith from this. This is I'm not voting um, for this one at all. I, what? It's not a good You're song. You're the reason I live. You're the reason I die. If I said You're the sing, reason sing an Aerosmith song for me, there would be 12 songs you'd sing before I never even heard Don't this song. Don't need no reason why. <laughs> Number three. It was actually the yeah, highest. It's number three of our triplet twins. Please the Aerosmiths was the highest they had until Armageddon. 
Yeah. Until, until Armageddon. <laughs> and then in the until post-apocalyptic the the world. world. And then and then Bruce Willis pushes Ben Affleck back into the thing. No, it's, it's so a good. completely forgettable song. I don't know how it charted <gasps> so high, truthfully. It's a great song. Not at all. It's a great... It's on George's oh, favorites. Does, does it compare to Sarah McLaughlin and Shaggy? <laughs> Shaggy's gone as far as Shaggy's. I, no. Okay, pick your winner then. Let's not get rid of a loser. Let's... I'm choosing Aerosmith. What? No. I'm choosing Aerosmith. Shaggy should be going against Sarah. We know this. You can choose Sarah. I would not recommend you choose Shaggy. But Shaggy is, it's fun to listen to. They're going to do this. Song right now. Guy has a frog in his throat and is singing. He's an altoid. You know in your heart. Look, there's one winner here, and it is Sarah McLaughlin. Because Don't say it like that. That's how you say it in my, my native country. Sarah McLaughlin. Oh. She is the winner. It is the prettiest version of the song. It's a song I hated when I was 17, but it is very pretty, and it's it has pretty. aged well, even though I love is. a good be- remind you of the though. RSPCA. Zach, you're choosing a song you don't know by Aerosmith. I've never heard this song. It's Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> <laughs> we just you just swore, by the way, <laughs> in Kent's native tongue. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I swore in Gaelic. Ladies, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sarah McLaughlin wins this one. Come on, what are you doing, Joel? I'm I'm okay with that because I like that song. I didn't yeah. like the Shaggy one. I did not want to win. I was okay with either of the two. Do you really ones. hate it? Do you I, find Shaggy like kind of like tacky? Well, yes. Shaggy it was, was me, the, he was Mr. Boombastic. I, but they're fun songs. They're so Mr. late Boom 90s, Bastic. early 2000s. I was gone. Oh, it was your black hole period. Yeah. yeah. And so I came back. I'm like, oh. what is this guy? <laughs> Why does Stitch have record album? Oh, Hannah means family. Oh, Hannah means family. Like I said, I like. We haven't I, even had candy this week, people. I like, I like the I Shaggy song, it. but it's not. It, it's like lower level to the other two for me. Okay. So I still okay. like it. Like yeah. I said, there's only one song on here I don't like. Now we have the It's My Life matchup featuring Bon Jovi. It's my it's now or never I ain't gonna live forever I just want to live while I'm alive. No, I love that. So, guys, it's this so... Is, here's the thing. It's so deep. This, I want to live while I'm alive? This one, I was like, oh, that's easy. Until I heard It's My Life by Talk Talk. It's my life. Don't you forget. I, I, I did that totally start. Sorry. I, I keep wanting to sing life. more, but we have to get through these quick. Yeah, we do. Can you want to give the, the Billboard stats? Yeah, so It's My Life by Bon Jovi hit number 33 on Billboard Hot 100 in the year 2000. Uh, but it did hit number one across Europe, European countries. And It's My Life by Talk Talk hit number 31 in 1984. So relatively similar success. Uh, we talked about It's My Life by Talk Talk in the, when we were talking about the 80s brackets. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy that song. Like, it's... Yeah. Well, it's it's so of, fun. A lot of people know the Gwen Stefani remake of Yeah, and I think the cover it, is really, really which great. Which is still really good. Yes. Uh, one of my favorite facts about Talk Talk's version of It's My Life was they have two music videos. And uh, the first one, they hated lip syncing. And so the director had this idea of like just it's wildlife footage and then them standing and not moving their mouths at all. Like mm. there's even like animation over their mouths and they don't sing at all. And then the, the studio was like, uh, no, you need to make a music video where you're singing. So they did a whole new music video where they projected this, the old music video on the on the green screen behind them. So it's just animal footage and stuff. And they performed. And then they overacted, lip synced, and like messed up on purpose on how they played the guitars and all that. That's like so they meta. They don't care. And it made me laugh so hard watching the music video, knowing that because I'm like, they're having so much I'm fun to watch. I feel it. like that whole song is performed on a single synthesizer, just like with the drum kicks and just all the piano beats and everything like that. It's, it's the fun. 80s, man. It's a total 80s I love right it. there. Meanwhile. 
It's My Life by Bon Jovi, year 2000. Like, it came out swinging. It showed that Bon Jovi still had a career for one more year. (laughs) And that's That's about it. That's true. But the song is so kick butt. My introduction to this song was actually when I was in Portugal as a missionary. Uh, This song was playing behind a door very loudly. This guy had the stereo on very loudly. We knock on the door because we're just going knocking doors to door, talking to people. Yeah. He opens up the door right before the chorus hits. And so it goes, <laughs> and then we open the door, and then we go, "Hola, it's my," <laughs> and I was like, "This song is so cool," because <laughs> you, know, you, know, you hear it. Like, yeah, you had the music goggles on. Exactly, yeah. but it's a great song. It is. A it, great song. it actually uh, charted very, very well in Portugal, by the way. Not as well in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Strangely, yeah. Joel, you go first on this one. Can I vote for Talk Talk? What? Because I no, I like it's my life. Can't, Zach, you can't give your opinion until <laughs> you just went on this whole story about how you like the Death other one. Facts. Oh I like them gosh. both. I like both these songs a lot. This is actually a very difficult one for me. Yeah, I'm this choosing, is hard. I'm, yeah, apparently because you. I know you guys are already voting the other one, so I'm just going to maybe give my, not. But talk talk is one of those songs that the more I hear it, the more I enjoy it, and it's it stood the test of time for so long. It's my life is a great Bon Jovi song. I really, it's one of my favorites. But it doesn't get brought up as much as his 80s hits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or even his 90s hits. So I got to vote for Talk Talk. Man. Well, I'm going for Bon Jovi. Oh, great. I mean, fair. <laughs> fair. Yeah. I, both are great. Both are great. Zach, make the um, right choice because both are the right choice. Yeah. Which one do you want the Echo to play when you say yeah, yeah. Echo play? So I, life. I do. I have fond memories of Bon Jovi's Talk Talk because... I, bon Jovi's talk talk. Sorry, sorry, Bon Jovi's talk <laughs> this show's talk. Gotten off the rails. Oh, it's so bad. It's my life. Um, it was played, I think, at like the halftime of a Thanksgiving football game or something. Yeah. And I remember just being a really cool performance, a really cool song. And I think up. it was in like the Madden football game that year that I played. So this is so tough because I like my grew up on 80s new wave. That's near and dear to my heart. I love the talk talk version of this song. I love the Gwen Stefani version of this song. I will give it to Talk Talk. Okay, next one. Hey! Uh, wow. Yes, yes, sorry. yes. Uh, I, it I, came first. I Shot like it. through the heart. And you're too, too late. Wow. <laughs> you give love. I don't really like Bon Jovi that much. Is that bad? Whoa! It's just okay. Quit throwing out these hot takes. <laughs> the hot takes, Zach. Everybody knows. Okay, Talk Talk wins this matchup. Now we have Little Things by Bush. Remember when Gavin walked by us? Oh, yeah. At a concert. And we were so nervous trying to get a picture of him. I spent the whole time trying to get my phone out that I didn't get a picture of him. He was just as handsome as he was back in the day. He is. Nerds. He took uh, his shirt off, too. Versus Little you know. Things by Good Charlotte. For, for the lyrics of this song, they spent about a minute and a half saying, What? Come on. Yeah, what? Come on, come on, come on. Here we go. Oh, oh, oh. Don't forget the starting when it's like, and this is exactly how the lyrics go. (laughs) Yeah, this song is dedicated. This is good Charlotte to every kid who ever got picked last in gym class. To every kid who never had a date at no school dance. This is for you. To everyone who's ever been called a freak. Y'all know what I'm saying. (laughs) You know the Madden brothers were bullies. So this song is basically just not dedicated to Joel. Oh, thank you. Because he had success. Because you were cool. I, I'm pretty sure I was always picked last in gym class. I can okay, guarantee fine. that one. So, Little Things by Bush. It was our second single from 16 Stone, which Such is a fantastic album. album, right? album. And it hit uh, no Hot 100 success, but it hit top 10 for alt airplay and mainstream rock. Whereas Little Things by Good Charlotte was featured in the movie Dude, Where's My Car? Dude. <laughs> Sweet. Well, there we go. Bush's version of Little Things came out in 1995. Good Charlotte's came out in 2001. 
I like a lot of good Charlotte music. You do? Okay. I do. I hmm. do. This one is not one of my favorites, though. They basically wrote one song. Isn't it called A Simple, simple it. Plan? Yeah. It's yeah. every band at the time. <laughs> well, the, this one, like, honestly, that, that opening was so on the nose of like, hey, this song's for losers. And if you think you're a loser, then you're going to love this song, right? <laughs> and and it's lighting their, their candles. Why are they lighting candles? I don't know. What? Is Once, this a medieval it concert? Is. <laughs> Once again, it's just the... <laughs> It's the 2000s trend of suburban anarchy. Well, yeah. And, and it's the whole thing where you it look at it's mall punk. Wow, they're we're probably, so they're, they probably were rich kids who were acting like they're all like, oh, yeah, we were raised so poor. And I'm like, mm, maybe you're rich now. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely going with Bush's version. Yeah, it's Bush. Yeah, sure. I agree. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, sure. I don't really know much Bush. We got to do an episode on that album, Kent. Okay. Bush wins this matchup. Yeah. Now we have the Our House matchup featuring Madness. In the middle of our street, our house. In the middle of our. Sometimes I worry that our singing over the song by people like not recognize it. They would recognize it because we sound so good. No, we don't. Versus Our House by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Our house is a very, very, very fine house. two cats in the yard. So these are some pretty different time periods, styles. We did just have a whole show about 70s and talked about Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And they went way too far. But our... I keep saying our house. Crosby, Hills, National Young's Our House came out in 1970. Madness's came out in 1982. Yes. And CSNY hit number 30 with this song. Madness hit number seven with their version of the song. Well, not their version, their song. You want to know why I feel like the 70s were a great time to write music? Why? People didn't care. <laughs> Wait, were they were like so chill? Well, they were like, we'll listen to whatever. Literally. Save it for our 70s Nash. Show. Was uh, he was married to, or no, he's dating, living with Joni Mitchell at the time. Okay. And they went out and they drove by a place and there was a vase in the window. He's like, hey, why don't you buy the vase? She's like, I don't want to. He's like, hey, it's not that expensive. Let's buy it. Okay. And he went back to the, to the house and then he's like, hey, go get some flowers and put it in your vase. And then she went to get the flowers and he wrote this song. What? And it's like that quick. I'll light the fire. You put flowers in the vase that you got. Like he's just writing what's happening around him. It's basically Randy. Newman. Well, it's interesting because it's not like a power ballad. It's not, it's not even a ballad. It's just like a nice song. It is. Uh, it's a very it's nice like, song. Yeah. It's pleasant. Whereas like it's a very, very, very fine. It song. was like a, it was a Sears. It was on Sears commercials in the 80s. Like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas Madness was like an early ska band at the time. And that's why like they don't use the synth that other 80s bands yeah. use. But it still yeah. has a very new wavy sound. It, it does. And it's it, along the lines of like a Noingo Boingo. And but yeah, it, it like totally works. It sounds a little bit like uh, reminiscent of Dexy's Midnight Runners as well. I think it's yeah. because if you that the bass line of it is like the low end of a mm. piano. Yeah. So it gives it that ba -ba, different ba -ba, sound. Ba -ba, ba -ba, yeah. ba -ba. I have to go with the song that actually makes me excited. It's really fun. And that is Madness. Okay. I'm going to go with Madness as well. That Our House in the Middle of the Street. So I can't fun. help but sing along with that. Our House by Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. I sing along the parts I know, but I don't know most of it. Um, our, our House by Madness is one of my favorite songs of all time. It reminds really? me of my childhood. What? I love it. Huh. Why? Uh, what, do you have memories my parents, associated? My parents had a CD of like 80s hits that they listened to in the car and like... It just is ingrained, in, and I, this was on there. Okay. And it doesn't feel dated. I think I've either. talked about it before on the show. No, it's but still great to listen to. No, it's this is an all-timer. I love it. Madness wins. Now, we're going to have another uh, tri-corner matchup. <laughs> tri-tip <laughs> tri matchup. Tri-tip. Tri triple play. Triple. Oh, triple play is probably the right answer. Okay. It is Crush featuring Dave Matthews Band. It's crazy. I'm thinking. Just knowing that the 
which everyone else calls this song crazy, but it's actually Crush. Yeah. Yeah. He says Crush like once in the song. He yeah, says well, crazy like it. four times. It's a head bobber if I ever heard one. Because he also says Crash into me. Yay. Crash. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Jennifer Page. No. This is like the. <laughs> you just right over there. No, you just cracked open so a shaft. So refreshing. Oh. Kiwi strawberry. <laughs> and also <laughs> David Archuleta. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I can't sing falsetto. You mean the first runner-up in American Idol season five? You mean Come the on. loser? Yeah, the biggest loser. Thanks, No Fear Shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, crushed by Dave Matthews Band, hit number 75 in 1980. Zach, are you okay? Yeah, we, we killed Zach. We killed yeah. Zach. With the No Fear yeah. reference? Oh, it's so true. <laughs> oh, that was every... Because I literally... I think I'm almost the same age as him. So, Is like... Yeah, yeah, I've talked wow. about it before. Like, I hate the guy because... I, I was jealous. Bodies in his basement somewhere. No, because that, he's a he has nice such kid. a great smile. He's a nice. You kid. know he's hiding something. So Jennifer Page hit number three in 1998. Stayed at number three for three weeks and crushed by David Archuleta. Hit number two, surprisingly enough, in 2008. Yeah, it was actually a very successful single for an American Idol folk. So yes, uh, like you said, Jennifer Page came out in 1998. Dave Matthews Band also came out in 1998. David Archuleta was 2008. I used to hate Dave Matthews Band because of. You know, him wearing PJs and just kind of improvising up on stage. Soft PJ and, pants. But I think I appreciate them more now over time. I really like like the cool noir nightclub vibe mm-hmm. of Crush. Yeah. Okay. So you and so I think the two contenders on this, because I'm totally getting rid of the forgettable Crush by David Archuleta. <gasps> that song, I hear it. I'm like, oh, it's actually a nice song. Second it's over. I'm like, what? What did I just listen to? Why do I keep it's the habit burger of songs. Oh. Have a burger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Meanwhile, Crushed by Jennifer Page is so much fun to listen to. Obviously, yeah. not as iconic as the Dave Matthews Band, but that is my choice because I love that song and singing it along. I know um, you do. You're choosing Crushed by Jennifer Page? Jennifer Page. See, here's the thing. I actually really liked uh, David Archuleta's song. It's one of it's the fine, only ones yeah. I like. I, I really like it. But man, Dave Matthews Band took me back. And it's in like an yes. eight-minute song. Yeah, they cut it in half for the radio play. They do. But on our playlist on, on uh, Bakersell.com, it's the eight-minute version. Lucky you. But listening to that again took me back. And listening to Jennifer Page made me uncomfortable because I knew you'd be making that noise <laughs> on this show. I've like given you PTSD so I'm of also, the Sprite I'm, sound. And, and there's no exact going to vote for Dave Archuleta anyway. So Absolutely I'm going to vote for Dave Matthews Band. Okay. Crush. Um, Crazy. I'm thinking... It's I, just I have more fun with the Jennifer Page song, right but I like right uh, Zach. Let me sing down. this to you. Come on, it's raising my adrenaline. You're banging out a heart of tin. I mean, that is like those lyrics are amazing. Dave adrenaline. Matthews Band wins. <laughs> hey! Dave Matthews Band. Another round for Joel. <laughs> Triple play. I'm just a little crushed. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Now we have our dreams matchup featuring Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those grunts are okay. <laughs> he's, he's grooving. Oh, Versus grooving. the cranberries. Oh man, I love her voice. Every day. I love her voice in every possible way. Don't sing over Dolores. My father. My father. Uh, but seriously, I, I'll. Do, 
I'll just throw it out right there, and I really Quick. don't have love Quick. for Fleetwood Mac song here. What we pushed them so Ocean far Spray. in our uh, brackets. I love Fleetwood Mac songs. Oh, you don't like this one? This one so in particular much. has TikTok ruined it. TikTok is what brought it to my attention of like, oh yeah, that's one of their songs. Okay. I I don't but really. But it hit number one in 1977. It did. It did. And actually, the. Uh, Christine, no, not with Christine. It was Stevie Nicks wrote this one, Dreams for Fleetwood Mac. Mm -hmm. And she wrote it and the band really didn't like it. But she cranked it out and she was like, come on, just please do it. Please do it. And then they said, well, let's add a little more to it here and there. It's got some twang to it. It's taken a whole life of its own, which is good. And I'm glad that Ocean Spray uh, longboarders enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing about uh, Dreams is that song gets me happy it plays and i'm happy it can't do that it's you like say the band it's like oh, she's cranberries. it's like Dolor- dolores is say your last name okay cranberry oh riordan <laughs> ocean sprays cranberries ocean sprays oh my gosh cranberries, <laughs> cranberries. It, did you do this on purpose no, no. <laughs> how could i they both have the title dreams oh my the ocean spray song word. versus the cranberries wow but her voice has such like an enchanting <laughs> sound to it it's mystical in a way I, I would love to do a full cranberry show because i love i would be down honestly the cranberries and this song should win the dreams vote so I think we both agreed. Yeah, I would also agree. Really? Because uh, you I, love Fleetwood Mac. I do. And I love this song by Fleetwood Mac, mostly because of the meme, I think. But this song specifically, I think... Which like, song? There's uh, two songs. <laughs> dreams. Uh, dreams. No, the Cranberries, um, a lot of their music, but specifically this one, I feel like it taught me about harmony in music because those harmonies are so distinct. And The 70s has some great harmonies. They, they do, but uh, this is what my mom listened to in the 90s. So huh. uh, the Cranberries wins. Now we have our heart and soul matchup. No one knows it's called heart and soul. Okay, and I'll show my hand here. I don't even know who this first person is. To pow, to pow. This song. Love to grow. That was one. That was on our eighties one hit wonders. Yes, it was. No wonder I don't know the name, but I know the song. Hit number four, nineteen eighty-seven, versus Huey Lewis in the news. Oh, yay, Yacht Rock. Yacht Hot Rock is so great. Are you, you don't like Huey, on Huey Lewis, Lewis in the, the news? news? I love them. That song is not great. Oh, come on. That guitar hey, alone is worth listening throw to. Throw it in the background of literally anything. It's smooth listening all the time. Oh, smooth listening. Which song is more memorable there? Heart and Soul by Huey Lewis in the News. Heart and Soul by T'Pau. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, Can, no, everyone forgets that song. You see the heart no, and soul. You forget who sings like, it, but you know the song. Whereas Huey Lewis and the News have uh, five other songs you would know before it's Heart and Soul. It's a tier two Huey Lewis. No. It is. Maybe tier no, three. No, no, tier no, no, three. No, no. Yeah, I get it. And I know T'Pau is not as well known, but is the far superior <laughs> version of this title. By the way, T'Pau isn't even the one singing. T'Pau's the group, and they feature the Quit vocalist. Quit confusing me. Carol Decker. T'Pau is a great singer. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fun fact, by the way, the Heart and Soul by Hugh Lewis in the News. Not that you guys aren't gonna. Uh, this isn't gonna help Kent like it more, but it's actually this is the third time it was recorded. It was originally done by a band called Exile, which I listened to, and it's basically the same song, just not as jazzy. And then Bus Boys did it in 1982. Oh, so it's not even an original. No, it's but, a it's a but cover. Hugh Lewis in the News is Whereas the one who made it T'Pau great. T'Pau is an inspiration to us all. If you want to listen to the difference, listen to these other ones, and you're like, there's something missing here. And then Hugh Lewis comes in, and you're like, that's it. 
That's what's missing. Did you know that Tapau could be translated as the right choice in Michael language? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. They can't even perform it live, can't we? We talked about this on our 81 Hit Wonder Show. No, but that's the thing. This song is so it's multi-layered it's with the, her voice. It's and a good song. It's a little too complex for a live show, but that doesn't take away from the song recording itself. You just like it was in Black Mirror. That's why you like it. Yeah. And it's Tapau. Okay, so I have to choose between Tapow and Huey, <laughs> Huey Lewis, Lewis in the, the news? news. Oh yeah, but a, a D grade song from him, yeah. Heart and Soul. You're not wrong. It's it, they have much it's better. Not stuff. a D grade. This song. is the worst Huey Lewis in the news song yeah, on this playlist. In fact, <laughs> maybe give them a chance to win on another one where they probably should. I'm it's okay. not this. One. Oh, I disagree with you already about the future matchup. I can't go against Huey Lewis in the news. Do this it. Is a great yes. song. This Come on, Zach. Song. It's not a great yeah. song. I vote, vote for Joel. I vote for, uh, I vote for Huey Lewis in the news. Yay! He means Joel. <laughs> not specifically. <laughs> need to cut you so down, man. Joel. Now we have the I'll Be There For You matchup featuring Bon Jovi. I'll be there for you. Neither one of you sang along. I, 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 sorry, I fell asleep. Are you kidding me? Wow. Versus I'll Be There For You by the Rembrandts. You didn't do the part with the... You I didn't play the right clip, I Joel. Tried, I'm trying to play the part where they say the So I'm, no one told words. you life was gonna be this way. What Gregorian shit was that? <laughs> so Gregorian. Gregorian. I, was, I was ready to... <laughs> and to, Gregorian. I was ready to clap at the pace you were going. <laughs> Clapping My lights just show. turned off. Great. <laughs> Your job's uh, a man. joke. No, this you is, broke. Guys, 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 Love guys. Love do you I know. Be, it's a power ballad. <laughs> I'll be there for you. It is so good. It is their, their final, num- is Bon Jovi's final number one single they had as far as I could tell. Yeah. It sounds like a Death Rattle song because oh. it, it doesn't, it feels like a B-side of Bon Jovi. This was when glam rock was like really big and this became like kind of their power ballad glam rock song. But it's so good. I think Flight of the Concords actually made fun of this song when it's like me and him, him and you. You know, it's the one like I will swim in ocean for you. Like it's so cheesy. It's like I'll do everything. Whoa, you want to call it cheesy on the Rembrandts? I'll be there for you. Okay, look, was it created for a TV theme? It's like you're always stuck in second gear when it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year. Actually, that makes sense. What kind of year has it been, Joel? Pandemic year. Second gear is not a bad gear to be stuck in. You can only go like 25 miles per hour. That's most residential areas. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I just feel like I like both these songs. But when they were doing Friends, they said, hey, let's get the Shiny Happy People by R.E.M. to be the theme song. And then R.E.M.'s like, no, we're not giving our song to a sitcom. And they're like, okay, let's make a song that sounds like Shiny Happy People, but isn't. And no right. one wants to listen to the full version of I'll Be Does There For You Does it feel creepy to listen to like the full DuckTales version as yeah, well? Yeah, it's a little weird. When it's like actually three minutes, but you still. Want, you want the quick little and, intro. And yes, I think the tie to Friends, which I don't think Zach finds funny at all, is bad. Uh, it's not funny, so but the song I is like it. far better itself than "I'll Be There for You," which is a forgettable Bon Jovi song. Every time, I watch, so, the, every time I watch the Friends intro, by the way, yeah. I, I can almost hear the director being like, "Have fun, <laughs> have more fun." Uh, there's a splash, smile, splash, be happy. You guys are friends. <laughs> Shiny, that's happy the name people. of the show. Yeah, so it's the Rembrandts for the win because this one got a lot of radio play back in the day, 1995. I'm voting for "I'll Be There for You" by Bon Jovi because I remember as a kid I had uh, New Jersey, I had the, the cassette tape, I got it from mm-hmm. BMG. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and I remember when this song came on, it's like "I'll be there for you." These five words, I swear to you, I went, 
I'll be there for... That is five words. I checked his math. It checks out. I'll be there for you. So you could count to that point. So you were proud of yourself and Bon Jovi. I was a very proud 12-year-old. <laughs> you counted to five, Joel. I will count to four. Yeah! Yep. Rembrandt's moves on. How Dang. did that happen? The yeah. Rembrandt's Dang beat Bon Jovi. It. So uh, Bon Jovi's song Bon Jovi's is on here a lot. No longer in uh, existence, apparently. If Kent wins, no, it's they're yeah. erased. The uh, friend's the theme is apparently the, the best uh, theme ever made now. There we go. Alexa, play I'll Be There For You. So no <laughs> one told you. That was so moving on. The way. Now we are back to another triple play beep, triplet beep, matchup beep. with Hero featuring Mariah Carey. And then a hero comes along with the strength to carry on. And you cast your fears aside. Moving along. And you know you can't survive. Moving along. Versus Chad Kroger featuring Josie Scott. Hero us. I'm not gonna stand here and wait. Who am I? I'm Spider-Man. Versus Enrique Iglesias. I can be your hero, baby. Oh well, no, no. Hero. You can run. Different song, great song. <laughs> These are this is a tough The hero matchup. So Hero by Mariah Carey got number one in 1993. This thing was a powerhouse. Oh yeah. It was on, I think it was on the chart for like eight weeks yeah. or something like that. Hero by Chad Kroger was number three in 2002. Uh, and also Josie Scott from Saliva. And then Hero by Enrique was is one of the highest selling singles of all time, selling eight million copies. Yeah, Crazy. You, you mentioned I was going to say. I mean, we all wanted a ma- um, uh, like a merge between Nickelback and Saliva. I think all of us <laughs> did that. Yeah, but uh-huh. also the drummer is uh, Matt Cameron of Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. So like this was Whoa. kind of a powerhouse team up. Except going for on Chad here. Kroger was in it. Because <laughs> hey. the guy's voice. I mean, like I feel like we should give them more respect because they they sold so many albums. But it just kind of hurts my throat hearing them. Mariah Carey, by the way, she around this time of her career, she was doing songwriting a lot. Mm-hmm. And this song she actually wrote for Gloria Estefan to, to write or to sing. Yeah. And also she wrote it uh, for the movie Hero. Do you guys remember that movie yeah. with Gina Davis and Dustin Hoffman? And it, it wasn't a great movie, but I remember seeing it and they wrote the song for this. But then when she kind of caught on to the vision of the song. Mm-hmm. They ended up saying, uh, don't use that in the movie. And she, cause you don't want the it. bad tide or forget. Yeah, so Stefan didn't get it. Hero didn't get it. Do you it. feel Mariah like Carey this is the Mariah Carey song when you think of Mariah oh, Carey is, is you, is that the song you go I to? Think it has yeah. become that, but I, there, feel, I feel I like it's hero for me. I think what's that other one that she sings? Uh, Oh, Sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. No, the one about how oh. it's got to be a whistle tone song where she sings super high. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that one, that one. That's sweet, sweet fantasy. <laughs> Never again. My word. <laughs> Meanwhile, Enrique, Mr. Handsome over here with a beauty mark. Well, and he literally wrote this one to be like, I want to write a song that what I wanted to dance, a slow dance at a prom date. Like he was, thinking he was like 17, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, what would I want to dance to? And I wrote this song for that. And the music video had Jennifer Love Hewitt in it. That's She's not beautiful. a bad thing. She's beautiful. All right, did the I'm, music video have Spider-Man in it? I feel like Joel and I are going to pick between maybe Mariah Carey and Enrique. I think the Chad Kroger hero is going to be... But Spider-Man! But that was everywhere. Yeah, but was it like Hero by Mariah Carey? I do like listening to it. You, what? What? I do like I do like the Chad Kroger hero. 
It's Spider-Man versus the song that was playing during the montage of my junior high assembly. I'm, good, I'm, I'm choosing Enrique Iglesias' hero because it's one of those songs I sing along with. I can't help it. Like, honestly, I hear that. And I go, let me be your hero. Just I have to. I have to. I have to sing along with it. And then this is also it sounds one, like one of those creepy songs again that you had as your song. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But it's also one that uh, Divine Comedy did a parody of I Can Be Your Missionary, which was mm-hmm. very hilarious. And uh, I didn't write it, so I could say that. And I just feel like I have more an emotional connection to this one. The, the hero by Mariah Carey can be a little cheesy. That the hero lies in you. That whole kind of yeah, that sounds very inspirational. And you know, it can't yeah, right. survive. Okay, I'm going to give the opposing vote with Mariah Carey. These are like she and Sarah McLaughlin are, are <laughs> their <laughs> singers that back in the '90s I hated because they just weren't my they weren't my vibe at all. Which makes but, sense. But now I can look at them and see the talent. And Mariah Carey has so much talent, especially with this particular song. So Mariah Carey versus Enrique. How many like daddy-daughter dances do you think Hero has been played at? Which one? The Chad Kroger one, obviously. Oh. No, but both. Like both of these songs. I feel like, I they, feel like these, are, little, these think, are both cheesy, I feel like montage songs. We played more daddy-daughter. I think the Enrique Iglesias version is a little more romantic. Yeah, maybe that's maybe they're just both played at weddings quite frequently back in the day. Mm-hmm. They they're both kind of cheesy, but I do think Mariah Carey's is better. There we go. I'm okay with it. I like them all. Mariah Carey wins. Now we have our breathe matchup featuring the prodigy. Come play the game of just ya. Psychosomatic addict insane. You wouldn't Don't play my game. Breathe with me. You're the victim. You wouldn't steal a car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you wouldn't steal it. This it is sounds like that sounds ad. like yeah. the piracy ad. Yeah. Versus Faith Hill. Miss Piggy when I see falsetto. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Prodigy came out in 1996. Uh, Faith Hills came out in 1999. Yeah, and it hit number two, Faith Hills version. Meanwhile, Breathe did not hit Hot 100 here, but hit number one across Europe. Fun fact, the drum break in Prodigy's Mm -hmm. Breathe is actually from Johnny the Fox meets Jimmy the Weed from the group Thin Lizzy. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. which we mentioned. Yeah, look, there's one song that when the playlist started and I kind of went in blind and said, okay, here we go. When Prodigy's Breathe started playing, I turned it all the way up. I was at an <laughs> intersection. I did not care who saw me rocking out oh, to this song. No. This is probably the best song in this entire playlist. What? I love Breathe by Prodigy. You say best song. You mean your favorite? Uh, yeah, Most probably. Because you, you just already said your song. We just talked about Mariah Carey singing, and you're talking about... Uh, I would say <laughs> the guy from Prodigy. Oh, man. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he This went. music video, but I watched a lot of the music videos. Yeah. This one was... Scary. Yeah, this one was always on the box. Yeah. Mariah or Faith Hills, not scary, but it was her most controversial music video. She showed off her sultry side in that one. She did? Yeah. Well, um, this is not an easy one for me because I actually really like Breathe and really had a big crush on Faith Hill for a long time. Yeah, she's like secondary Shania Twain. It, it was between Shania and Faith Hill. Yeah, it's. but I like the more uh, brunette redhead side of Shania Twain more. Right, right. Yeah. But I'm going to agree with you, Kent. We're oh, gonna, Prodigy? We're, we're going to knock off Faith Hill. Faith Hill is a, <laughs> she's an all-star. No, pro, the Prodigy's Breathe was one that me and my friends used to sing together. We'd crank it up. We'd sing it together. I really do enjoy it. And yes, I did definitely listen to that one multiple times when, when I was playing this playlist. Yeah. And it's aged really well. Has it? Yes. Yes. Mm. Oh, it hasn't. I think Faith Hill's probably is a little more timeless. Mm-hmm. Prodigy, listen to that. I'm back in you know the 90s. or yeah. 90s. Thankfully, a better time. 
and the prodigy wins the Bree matchup. Now, this uh, this is actually maybe my favorite matchup <laughs> because it's kind of a cheat. It is a little bit. Uh, we have California Girls featuring the Beach Boys. I am a huge fan of them. I promise. <laughs> Versus Katy Perry. Nothing comes close to the Holy Ghost. What? That's not what? <laughs> that's no. a part of the, the lyrics. Uh, I don't think it is. I nope. always thought those were the lyrics. <laughs> nope. Uh, this is All kind right. of a cheek. Is California Girls versus California Girls? Yeah. G-U-R-L-Girls. Which, you know, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we did it that way because of they, they had this whole excuse of what they were doing. But they successfully wouldn't get sued. I oh, think. you I, could I give think. it the same spelling. I don't know. So the Beach Boys hit number three in 1965 with this song. Katy Perry hit number one in 2010. 2010. It doesn't. Like, it feels long ago, but not long ago at the same time. Plus. That's weird to think about. Wow. I mean, she doesn't really have a career anymore. So, so I mean, it makes sense back. Uh, she, her career is just making like Twitter beef. I'm gonna put a yes. mild family friendly on this. Yeah, the, there are some. Uh, can't the California girls, <laughs> Beach Boys. <laughs> yes, California girls. It's uh, it's a sultry song. The the Beach Boys. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian Wilson was actually inspired to write this song during the first time he took LSD. Yeah. He just kind of took this psychedelic drug and then wrote this song about California girls. I, I just, don't get me wrong. I just thought that the trips would be a little more elaborate or crazy than just like, hey, girls from this state are hot. Hey, girls from this state are hot. <laughs> Midwest farmer's daughter. Yeah. He's just looking at a map. Yeah. But then apparently Mike Wilson, uh, Brian Mike Wilson Love, and Mike yeah. Love, were, they've argued over who actually wrote the lyrics for it. Mike Love saying, I wrote more of the lyrics. Which it sounds like a Mike Love song. It sounds like a Mike Love yeah. song, but the instrumentation, because it is quite layered. It is. is very Brian Wilson. Surprisingly so. And then you get California Girls, which was uh, Katy Perry's response to uh, Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z and Alicia Keys, which is like, New York's awesome. She's like, oh, yeah? What about California? I got Snoop Dogg. Girls. Like, why? Yeah. It, uh, Alicia Keys and Jay-Z's made it about the, the state. She made it about, yeah, girls yeah. are awesome in California. It's like, that song's already been written. You should have just done a song about California. I, I'm no not, Red Hot Chili Peppers has done a song about that yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a modern pop fan, and Katy Perry is like the worst offender of that. Really? Yeah. It's catchy. It's a catchy song. No, I don't think so at all. I think it's super tacky. Uh, this is right when you were at, at your peak uh, cynicalness, which has oh, been 2010 for, for the last uh, 11 no, years. Yeah. I hit it in about 2005. Thank you okay. very much. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's Beach Boys. Well, Beach Boys versus Katy Perry. Mm. Yeah, Beach Boys is going to take come this Come on. I, I like the Katy Perry song. I really, really do. I do, too. But come on. It's the Beach Boys. The all California the Girls especially. I think we all had that on our, you know, among our top songs when yeah. we did the Beach Boys they show. They can't even spell girls right. Girls. 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 Girls are here. Girls. McLaughlin. We are so sorry. <laughs> the Beach Boys win the California Girls. We're back to the tri-corner triple pay triplet. <laughs> it gets longer every time. It's, like, it's pretty try-hard. This time, it, oh, hey. Uh, this time it's always featuring, once again, Bon Jovi. Versus Blink-182. Touch you, feel you, always. They almost got to their fourth chord in that song. Uh, oh. Versus Always by Erasure. Always, I want to be with you. I make believe with you. 
ruining these songs, guys. Terrible. That was beautiful falsetto that was right there. Awful. I'm surprised you guys are singing along with that one because that I thought was one of the lesser known songs I have on this list. I oh, really? I didn't know it by name, uh, I'll be honest. I'm sorry. That was on a tape I recorded off of Q99.5. Like, I got Whoa. the DJ going, you're listening to Q99.5. Open your eyes. I, I see. This is one of the first D, uh, CDs I bought. Really? Was this was I Say, I Say, I Say yeah. by Erasure. It was a great one. Man it in is. the Moon. Yeah. That's a great song, too, yeah. Oh, man, there's so many good songs in that one. But this isn't the Erasure show yet. Yeah. Yet. So always by you're, Bon Jovi, hit number it. four. Zach? You're never getting an Erasure It's going to happen. Hit number four Next in the week. U.S., and it was actually released on a Bon Jovi's Greatest Hits albums and became one of his biggest songs, which which is crazy. Although he doesn't sing it very often. Does because, he not? Well, because it's very hard in his throat, apparently, so he does this like more of acoustic version. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, whereas Always by Blink-182, No Billboard's Real Success on Hot 100, and they did hit modern rock tracks. It's from their fourth album, Blink-182. <laughs> hey, that's a good album. I like that album. It's a, it's a good one. When I saw this on the list, I thought it was... Um, the other Blink-182 song that's like, always, I know. You mean all the small things? Yeah, but I, I just... They just say always one, once in the song. I thought it was that. I was like, oh, cool. That'll be... Oh, no. That's not what I... That's not a good song. I don't like that There's one. There's a bunch of good songs, that one. Oh, and the, then Erasure uh, came out in 1994. Yeah, hit number 20. I love that Erasure has like the UFO sounds in the background. Yeah. It's kind of weird and spacey. I like that song a lot. Oh, man. Like, I, I think the the classic one is always by Bon Jovi. Yeah, that's right? a great It's this power, power ballad. ballad. Really good. There's a good middle break for the song as well, because a lot of these songs go like five, six minutes. Right. And that one kind of, it breaks it up enough. The, the song actually, Bon Jovi's Always, was written for the soundtrack to the 1993 film Romeo is Bleeding, starring Gary, Gary Oldman, mm -hmm. which Romeo is Bleeding is like the first thing it says at the beginning. It's like, this Romeo is bleeding, but you can't see his blood. <laughs> And I'm like, what does that even mean? And now I know. It's because yeah. it was for the movie. And then he, after he, Once again, like Mariah Carey released or didn't release it with the movie. But Bon Jovi saw the movie and went, nah, I don't want my song associated with this movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, not great. So I and think. The, oh, and the music video, Kent, stars Carla Giugino and Carrie Russell. What? Uh, oh, hold on. Can we take a break? No, it's saucy. Can we take a break? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then Blink 182's music video is this weird kind of triple split screen thing hmm. where they're all three doing the same scene, but it's in three, it's like vertical, no horizontal, uh, three cut in thirds. It's bizarre to watch, but really interesting. Okay. And then Erasure's is like this weird alternate reality, Asian influenced kind of folklore. It's bizarre. All the all three of these music videos, I was like, what is Joel, you have to pick first. I do? Yeah. This is easy. Joel's going to pick Erasure. It's I want to pick Erasure, but this is like, I, I'm surprised that you guys knew that one because I say, I say, I say, isn't like, I mean, they did chart, but it's not as big as their 80s hits. Right. This is well after that. Because I feel like there's a favorite choice and there's like a heart and head choice. I do like, one. like the thing is Blink-22 makes me laugh. Mm -hmm. Like this, this music video was filmed on the same set as the Wiggles, which mm -hmm. made me laugh. Oh. And uh, when they were interviewing him, he was talking about the lyrics of the chorus where he says, the song is about wanting to hold a chick all night long and kiss her and touch her and all these great adjectives. Verbs, actually. There's actually some adjectives in there, but mostly verbs and nouns. Some pronouns, too, but not too many of those. Wow, what a <laughs> deep song. He, well, he did say it's going to change. He also said, DeLong, Tom DeLong said, it's going to change people's lives and might actually change the world forever. <laughs> That's pretty good. I, I, I think it's a fun song. I enjoy it, but I'm going to go with Bon Jovi's Always. Okay, I'm going like with favorite. Belt. I think I'm shocked. Always by Erasure. Joel, you went against Erasure. I normally don't, but it's always. Is it nostalgia for you or is it just a higher quality song? It's 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 the power balladness of it all. Okay. 
And there are other songs I actually like better than always on that Erasure album. Sure. Like Saturday Night. I love Saturday Night on that one. Yeah. But for me, Saturday. it's it's the memories of making that tape and loving that <sighs> song on road trips. It's always by Erasure. I'll make the choice you should have, Joel. I actually was playing through this playlist and turned it off for a minute and took a phone call and ended up singing Always by Erasure on the call. <laughs> uh, I love this song. I think it's great. So I would pick Erasure. I'm perfectly fine with okay. that. Uh, Erasure wins the Always battle. And uh, I'm going to give you guys a little Zack attack here. We're going to do Ooh. another double, triple play, tri-corner, tri-hat, tri-tip. Three songs that Three have the same title. Should we, should we just yeah. say that? Three's company. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. <laughs> we are going to have the photograph round featuring Nickelback. And then cut in another lyric. No, he, no he, he, he clears his throat by singing. Did you, oh. get, did you guys see the Google Drive commercial or the yeah. Google Photos commercial? Yeah. So funny. Versus Ed Sheeran. So you can keep I'm in love with the shape of you. And Weezer. One of my favorite openings ever. If you want it, you can have it. Your guys' love for Weezer is just... Look, to be honest, none of these three songs this are any is good. My, this hey. might be the weakest <laughs> I love matchup. I was going to say, Weezer's uh, version of Photograph, I really, really enjoy. It's off the Green Album. I really do enjoy that one. It's two minutes, so it's inoffensive. It's real fast, <laughs> real good. Guys, when I'm considering like Nickelback, that's how we know where we're at. Nickel, the Nickelback Photograph is the only song on the entire 51 songs we're talking about today that I do not like. What? Do you really do not, not like, like the song? Because simple rhymes drive me nuts. And it's like, uh, photograph makes photograph. me laugh. Every you, time I do it, makes me, what rhymes with photograph? Do you know laugh. What, do you know why he hates it really, Zach? Why? And what the heck is on Joey's head? That's why he hates it. That for years, for years, people <laughs> plagued me with that. And he was like, it's just a haircut that's parted in the middle. Which he is talking about. <laughs> he's talking about their producer, Joey Moy, which apparently. But I'm like, it, that's what I mean. He's like, he's like, uh, how did our eyes get so red? And what the heck is on Joey's head? Yeah. It's such simple rhymes. There is no it, depth I to like it, it at is. all. <laughs> it is. Edit it in advance. It actually got, it got number two on the Billboard Hot 100. It, yeah. got, it kept, kept off the number one by Gold Digger by Kanye West. So it's lose-lose no matter which way you go. Yeah, kind of. To me, that song, it feels like hearing his voice is like running on a treadmill that never ends. Like, I'm exhausted by hearing that song. Meanwhile, you got Ed Sheeran. It's actually a really pretty song. I didn't know it that well. Oh, you didn't? I, I, this, I, was, this was huge. And I, I listened to it, and I'm like, I actually kind of like this song, and I do enjoy it. The background is what makes me laugh, though, because mm -hmm. uh, Ed Sheeran wrote this while playing with Legos. Nice. Because he's a little guy. Wait. <laughs> No, literally, they, they developed the ideas, uh, him and a Snow Patrol member, Johnny McDade, developed ideas for the song while Sheeran was building a Lego set and McDade was working on his laptop. But it's about a long distance relationship he had while on tour. It's not just a Lego song. It, he also, it's literally about keeping a photograph of me so we can still be in The music video is touch. real home footage of Ed Sheeran's infancy, uh, talking about his, uh, it shows him playing musical instruments and it shows him being very fond with Legos, like playing with Legos all the time. Okay, so this is the Lego. Song. I have a feeling this would have been one of your songs if you live like ten minutes away from your girlfriend when you were fifteen. You're like it's a long distance relationship, baby. Yeah, maybe my mom will drive me to your house someday. 
that happened to me in seventh grade. Of course it did. She lived like a city away, and I was like, oh, it seems we're so, so far. far. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm giving this to Weezer, obviously. Yeah, you, it's, you can. You're giving it to it's Weezer, Weezer by default. It's a good Weezer no, song. No, Photograph by Ed Sheeran should win because it is the better song. But the Weezer song is but so done by Weezer. It's, it's, it's so much you more guys. fun. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think Photograph is a more... <laughs> <laughs> you did it, I did it too. The Ed Sheeran song is like, I think the best quote unquote, like best song here. But yeah, you got to go with the Weezer here. Weezer wins. The Photograph. photograph. Now we have our Send Me an Angel matchup featuring yes. Real Life. Send Me an <laughs> yeah, they're gonna book, book, what is it? Bicycle boogie for us. <laughs> that song is rad, okay guys? Totally rad. <laughs> and Scorpions. Here I am. We send me an angel. Not no falsetto. It's not working tonight, everyone. Holy cow. So when I heard this on the playlist, by the way, send me an angel by real life, number twenty nine in nineteen eighty four. Top ten in Australia. Okay, they don't count. Come on. They're Australian band. Scorpions hit number 44 in 1992. They're German. Yeah. So, so that's where we're just bringing up nationalities <laughs> right now. Send Me an Angel was the easy favorite, but then I listened to the entire track of Send Me an Angel by Scorpions. I fell in love with it. It's a good song. Yeah. Like that in Winds of Change by mm -hmm. Scorpions, that's what you listen to Scorpions for. But I, I'm yeah, split on this one. I have to give it to real life because Send Me an Angel, the movie Rad, it's memories. The montage aspect. I see Aunt Becky and crew. <laughs> Aunt Becky and crew on I just their love bikes. that the whole dance stops because they are doing a bicycle dance, which sounds as weird as it is. It's a BMX dance in the middle of the... But Klaus Mein's voice from the Scorpions is beautiful on that it song. Is. It is. And I actually, I like both these songs. I have no problem with either one winning. Just to make it harder on Zach, I'm going to pick Scorpions. I have never even seen Rad. I've <gasps> never seen it. And it's a blind spot. Sorry, guys. So oh, we're no. watching that Bacon Sale Sleepover. Oh, okay. Bacon Sale Sleepover. Okay. That said, I still know and love the real life version. And I'm going to go with real life. Send me an angel. It's a good choice. Yeah. <gasps> That, is that Star Trek? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hit that high note. Oh, that makes me so happy and will haunt my dreams later. Real life wins the Send Me an Angel matchup. And now we have Shout by the Isley Brothers. You know you make me wanna shout. Shout. Kick my heels up and shout. shout. Throw my hands up and shout. shout. Throw my head back. Shout. shout. Come on now. Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 Come on. I'm talking to you. Did you turn to Barney just then? I'm, oh, I'm talking Come to on. you. Come on. Clean up. <laughs> Everybody so, everywhere. The Isley Brothers uh, back in 1959. Everybody Tears for Fears in 1984. I'm split on this one because Tears for Fears is a classic 80s band. So good. But this like, song is so Shout good. by the Isley Brothers is fantastic. It is. It, it actually started, they used to do covers of uh, Jackie Wilson's hit Lonely Teardrops. Mm -hmm. And there's kind of a call and response thing that happens during that. And so they started kind of goofing around and riffing, like saying, you know, you make me want to and then have the audience say shout just to goof around. Yeah. They're like, let's turn it to it a song. It actually sounds like a live song because they have the interlude right there in the middle. Yeah. And it's like. And it seems like he's just riffing, and then all of a sudden it gets right back into it. Yeah. This is difficult for me because I love Shout, <laughs> but they have... Uh, dang it. They ha I love the Isley Brothers Shout. It, yeah. It's a classic. You know it. Everyone kind of knows that. They'll, they'll shout. They'll throw up their hands. When was the last time, time you listened to the whole thing? 
But that's just it. Yeah. They have that whole part in the middle where it's like the guy's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of pulls me out of the song for a bit. Having played this uh, at events and stuff, um, people people have a lot of fun and then they tire of it. Or if yeah. people think like you want to do it for karaoke, this is a terrible karaoke song. So it's one of those that's it's longer than you think it is. But that can okay. also be said for the Tears for Fears But if we're going by karaoke song. rules, Tears for Fears version is six and a half exactly. minutes long. Exactly. It's really, really, really redundant. Thing. They have that really instrument, that long instrumental so thing. Where they're, like, the, they're like, the percussion is whatever they could find in the room. So it's like the first yeah. two minutes of each song are really great <laughs> and then just skip track. No, yeah. but I still like both of them. I'll still listen yeah, no, all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. They both have but that same But they both go a little long. Yep. All right. Mm. I have more. <laughs> I have more. <laughs> I have more history with Tears for Fears, but I think the influence of the Isley Brothers shout is better, and so I'm going to go with that one. And I'm going to go for Tears for Fears. Okay, Zach. Tears for Fears wins. All right, Tears for Fears shout. I feel bad because the Isley Brothers really is a good version. It's good. But I really like it. I think Tears for Fears is a complex no and interesting song that I'm cool with listening to. It's actually a to. protest song. Like with the kindest yeah. protest song ever written. It's gentle. Yeah, that's the, Let it all out. Please. These are the things <laughs> I could do without. That's fine. We're shouting. <laughs> I'm talking to you. <laughs> Come on. Everybody do your share <laughs> and shout. <laughs> oh, I learned today that Joel can't do falsetto, uh, but... Kent can do Barney. <laughs> so <laughs> now we're going to have a jump matchup featuring the Pointer Sisters. Jump for my love. Jumping. Jump. <laughs> if you want to taste my kisses. Also, I love that lyric. Also featuring Van Halen. Why are you a dolphin? <laughs> So I went to SeaWorld and saw a dolphin show, <laughs> and I can't remove that memory from this song. And they were jumping, right? And they were doing the background, like, you should see Kent right now. Here, Kent, here's a fish. Good job. No! Don't make dolphin noises on the microphone. <laughs> and it was so cool, because I was seven, and I was at SeaWorld, and is there a better experience than being a seven-year-old at SeaWorld? That's pretty cool. Yeah. But Van Halen has we been ruined. Last song. <laughs> Zach, are you okay? <laughs> no. the, Van Halen's been ruined by, by dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours later. And crisscross. Jump, jump. Jump, jump. Crisscross will make you. So you got Van Halen in 83, you got Pointer Sisters in 84, and you got Criss Cross in 92. All really high charters. Like Pointer Sisters, they hit number three, Jump by Van Halen, number one. Zach's still laughing about the Dolphins. <laughs> and Jump by Criss Cross is now also number one. And it's crazy. So Jump by Criss Cross. Uh, they, they were only 12 and 13. <laughs> yeah. And the song was written by Jermaine Dupree. So he didn't write the song, but it's like, it's a classic radio hit. I do think Wannabe DJs have kind of ruined Jump by Criss Cross. I gotta say the band. Crisscross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I was confused about which one you were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think Wannabe DJs ruin it because it's a very easy song to play and get everyone really hyped. It is. And well, and also, it's it's just a bunch of samples. I mean, it's I Want You Back by the Jackson 5, yeah. Funky Worm by Ohio Players, Impeach the President by the Honey Drippers, Midnight Theme by Manzel, Escapism by James Brown, Saturday Night by Schooly D, and a, re and a replay of OPP by Naughty by Nature. Oh, wow. Is 
nothing original. That's no, not at all. On the playlist, at least, this song like starts right away. Yes. Well, so it, it didn't originally. Originally, they have kind of a, a clip from Playground by ABC, Another Bad Creation, kind of making fun of them. Okay. For legal reasons, they ended up having to take that out. So that's why it just jumps right into the song. That was I, weird. I blame Crisscross for ruining the uh, Looney Tunes for about five years in the early 90s. Because oh. then the Looney Tunes started wearing their clothes backwards. Yeah, the backwards clothes. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. The whole backwards thing. clothes. Like you them tears our, in your we eyes talked right about them now. Our, we talked about <laughs> yeah. that song on our 90s hip-hop and did. rap bacon bit. So Van Halen, is this the go-to song you think of when you think of Van Halen? Uh, this or Panama. Bum, bum, okay. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. That, that, that just that keyboard riff is so fun. It's dominated by the keyboard. It is. Although apparently that, that was actually the, the keyboard riff was kind of written back in the day. In 1981, the, synth, the synthesizer line was by Eddie Van Halen. But none of the members of the band wanted to do it. And then David Lee Roth was listening to it. And he was watching the news. And he saw this one thing about a guy who was going to jump off a building and end his life. Oh, wow. And he was like, you know, this world probably just yelled to him, go ahead and jump. I'm going to write a song about that. He should have gone to SeaWorld. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Dolphin. <laughs> no, don't, don't you start that again. <laughs> and Jump was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Rock Performance, but it lost to Purple Rain by Prince. Okay. And the reason I haven't mentioned the Pointer Sisters yet, because this is my pick for Jump. The Pointer Sisters? This oh. song is such the a Pointer blast. Sisters? Pointer Sisters. Yeah, I, I love it. It's such a toe tapper for me on the playlist. This is one that I put on repeat because it's a joy. It's a great song. It is. It's really, a good. Really uh, all, all three of these songs are great. It's, I like all. Yeah, these. this is a, this is a much better matchup than the photograph, photograph one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like you can throw the Pointer Sisters on uh, to uh, work out or yes. to clean the house or just I to put have on a good leggings time. like those. Uh, yeah, and those chubby sock touch. leggings. Yeah, of course. Is it working hours? You want my kisses in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my love. Oh. <laughs> Try to ban it from the show and then use it. Uh, also, by the way, the Pointer Sisters, they, they wrote the song Jump. Actually, the, the instrumental track was, was created first. Okay. And when they heard it, they were so happy. They were jumping around, and then they wrote the song kind of based on that. Oh, about love. It's lovely. It's cute. But they did add, this is kind of a cheat too, because they did add a parenthesis at the end. It's Jump, parentheses, For My Love, to differentiate it from Van Halen's number one jump, okay. which is why I'm voting for Van Halen. I love the Pointer Sisters song, but I'm it's the one you would think of first if but you thought that, of Jump. That synth line, dude, dude. Oh, it's just so dated to me. And Pointer Sisters is modern. It sounds more fun today. Crisscross is modern. Look, Crisscross is off the table. I want to keep my memories back then when my dad was filming it on our giant VHS like camcorder and getting the ladies' hair in front of us instead of the dolphins. Yeah, exactly. It was the '80s. Here's the thing about the Pointer Sisters. I don't think about like the title "Jump" when I think about it because it doesn't. Well, it doesn't jump in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like jump in, jump for versus like. Van Halen just screams at you jump, but they're both such fun songs. All three are fun songs. I don't really like crisscross uh, that, that much. Mm. You've DJed. Have you had to that, play that to a Zach, that's wiggy, 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 no. I, I've played it before mm-hmm. to mediocre success. Nobody yeah. today really cares for it. Right. <gasps> yeah. So um, I, I definitely favor Van Halen in this one. I'm going to go with Jump by Van okay. Halen. That's fair. For this, uh, <sighs> I this really, matchup. I really the Pointer Sisters though one too. It's 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 close. I mean, honestly, flip a coin, but I I think my preference would be yeah for Echo play Jump. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) and now we have somewhere out there matchup. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course, uh, you are thinking of the correct one. It's from an American Tale. Somewhere out there. Oh yeah, I was gonna go. James Ingram. 
Love can love can see us through. Uh, I just think of community. <laughs> this one. Oh yeah. 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 Versus Our Lady Peace. I know you're out there somewhere out there. Wait, those aren't the same songs? They no, should they're be. Not. They're not. <laughs> That's actually not a bad mashup. No. Right. Uh, Let's make that happen. That. Uh, so Somewhere Out There from American Tale came out in 1986. Our Lady Peace came out in 2002. Somewhere Out There hit number two in the U.S. And Our Not Lady the version Peace. we played. It did it not? Yeah, it wouldn't well, be. No, a, because it's still was from the movie. Smash. Was it like the credits version? No, it's Linda Ronstadt and James Ingram. Yes. It's the one that charted. Whereas Our Lady Peace at number 44. Somewhere out there by American in, by American Tell, in American Tell, <laughs> was written by James Horner. Yeah. James Horner. Uh, yeah. It Huge also, deal. it was nominated at the 59th Academy Awards for Best Original Song, but it lost to Take My Breath Away from Top Gun. What? Take my breath away. I don't cry a lot. Boom, boom, boom. Twin Peaks, uh, but <laughs> when I listen to somewhere out there, I get really emotional. I it's kind of like the Land of Four Times song as well. I did, yeah, right. Of course, as you I did. This playlist, I started, at least started being like, oh no, I'm tearing up. So, Joel, you mentioned when you were uh, overseas, yes. and uh, in your your black hole period, yes, this was this song was on one of my tapes, and I listened to it all the time. Because it was just it, was made it the me, Linda Ronstadt version? Or no, it, it, it was the uh, Fievel version. Fievel and, Fievel and his sister. Yeah, Tanya. and it made me miss my friends and think. <laughs> I'd be crying listening to this. That's so cute. That said, Our Lady Peace should get some credit because I didn't really like these guys when we talked about them in the '90s bracket. Yeah, but seeing them in concert, that was a lot of fun. Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they kind of sound like the Lifehouse or maybe the Calling, like early 2000s band. Yeah, but it's a very good song. But I have to give my vote for an American Tale. This is one where. I enjoy Our Lady Pieces. Our yeah, Lady Pieces song. Pieces. Our Lady Pieces. Our Lady Pieces. pieces what? Uh, Reese's Pieces. But it's not. It's not my favorite of Our Lady Peace. No. Uh, but I do really enjoy it. Although it was at the end of White Noise in the credits, which really weird. A horror movie. Ill-fitting. And all of a sudden, it's like you know, I know you're out there somewhere. It didn't fit at all. I gotta give it to An American Tale. Just either the the, the mouse version or the, the Linda Ronstadt version. Yeah, because they go hard on that real version. It's a power. It's a power ballad at that point. Yeah. So yeah, definitely yeah. An American Tale is gonna win this one. Guys, guys, get it. An American Tale. What? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? It's an American Tale because they're mice. But <gasps> like, it's a story. But they have tails. Excuse me while I have to rethink everything in my life. (laughs) An American Tale wins the Somewhere Out There matchup. Now we have our Power of Love matchup Mm. featuring Celine Dion. Like a trice. Oh man, I, I I don't want to sing over Celine. That is beautiful. It's so good. That is Whatever beautiful. you reach for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, also featuring Huey Lewis and the News. That's the power of love. I want to get on a skateboard right behind it. Man, you guys already gave a win to Huey Lewis and the News, so it makes me want to vote against them. You're just too darn loud. <laughs> I, I, both these songs I really enjoy. Both songs hit number one. But do you guys know Power of Love is not a Celine Dion original? I found that out. What? It is actually written uh, by, written and recorded by Jennifer Rush in 1984. How would you like to be her? Like, I know. Nobody knows your song. Well, she charted. Like, she she did. She She did all right. But then, and also Air Supply did it, and Laura Branigan did it before Celine Dion. Dion. Yeah. It's Celine Dion. 
So Celine Dion, I hated her in the '90s. She was like number one most hated for me. So it was such it was so radio really? friendly, right? And yeah. the Titanic song, of course. But you, I looking back at the talent this woman has, it's just amazing. Meanwhile, Huey Lewis in the news, they barge into the room with this song like the Kool-Aid man. Like oh, walls yeah. come shaken down. Yeah. I'll written for Back to the Future, as we've discussed. Yes. In fact, the music video features uh, Dr. Emmett Brown yeah. and his time machine and like, people stealing the time machine. So this is where I was leaning towards. I think this for this Huey Lewis song on this show is the much better song. On this playlist, yeah, I agree. But going up against Celine Dion. But it's not her best song either. It's one of her signature songs. She sings it is. What is her best song? If Every concert I've been to, most Celine, well known she would be it. the My Heart Will Go On. Okay, so remove the movie, which the you know the number one movie at the time. I, also, remove- li- I also like My Heart Will Go On. Yeah, it's a good song, yeah. but I don't know. I say this because I'm going to give it to Celine Dion. It's just the better song. It's not as much fun. It's power just the better love. song. You're right. It's more fun. The Power okay, of I'm Love. I'm going to vote for the Power, power of, of Love. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Uh, <laughs> 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 but you lose the news. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm going to say you lose the news because that song really does have an emotional tension because the movie. It has an amazing, amazing, like just the horns and the guitars. Everything in there is so much fun to listen to, but so much fun to sing along with. See, but I feel Celine Dion, the song builds to something incredible. She, she whispers to, through the song and then all of a sudden it's, uh, it's just, yeah. But she's the fourth Show person stopping. to do it. Hmm? She's the fourth person to do it. That's but fine. she's the one to do it best. I'm honestly fine with either one of these winnings. Right. This is, There's, honestly, they're both right picks. These songs are so different, but they are both so good in their own way. I like Celine Dion here. Gotta be honest. I'm gonna I'm go okay with then. Celine Dion. I, right. I'm probably gonna listen you don't have to, to sound so defeated when you said that. I'm <laughs> no. gonna go Celine Because Dion. I'm probably gonna listen to Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the news more. Yeah. But I think in this matchup, I think Celine Dion does does a, a better job here as far as being known for this song. Right. So can we have a Divas bracket show? Oh, we totally should. We should. And a Hugh Lewis News show. Oh, no, no. Well, no. Okay. Celine Dion wins the power of love. Now we have our What is Love featuring Hadaway. What is love? None of us are singing. It's all bumping. Your head's bobbing. My head's, my hair's bopping. It's weird. Hey, you come here often? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. All hey. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we get it. We get it. And Howard Jones. What? Anyway, does anybody love anybody? Anyway, anyway. Who are the Barney? <laughs> Barney and Dolphins, what's happening? <laughs> you don't want to know. Uh, these songs are both fun to listen to for different reasons. Uh, obviously, the Howard Jones, it's not my top three songs by Howard Jones. And it's less memorable. Like, I had to go back and listen to it a few times be like, oh, okay, I, I know what that song top, is. I put it in my top five favorite, probably, of Howard yeah. Jones. There's a lot but of whereas, like, what is love is it's memeable, as we say, yeah, and has really stood somehow the test of time, and it may be because of Night at the Roxbury. I think so because I don't think it did very well before that, and then that song because it, it did better in Europe, right? Like they like it, their Euro trash. It's a massive yeah. hit, number one in thirteen countries in Europe, and then. I think because it was kind of a, if you'll pardon me saying, Euro trash techno song. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which I have a, I love actually. You do. Yeah, my you have an affinity there. for. Yes. Yeah. That when they brought it over for the skit, it was kind of like, oh, what's a f- stupid dance song? But then it became a whole life of its own. Mm-hmm. And so I'm voting for Hadaway. I'm voting for Hadaway as well. It's just more memorable. It is. Yeah. I, I also agree. And I, that's the thing, though. I don't know if I can separate. Do I like this song? Because I actually like I liked the movie. I was pretty young when it came out. But uh, yeah, Hadaway wins the What is Love? 
All right, gentlemen, I have saved my favorite matchup for last. This is our final triple play. Three's company. Tip, three's company. Try corner hat of doom. Beep, beep, beep. I don't know. Hat what? trick. Hat. Oh, hat this trick. Oh, oh, sports terms. Yeah, sorry. And we have Aerosmith. Crying. Amazing. <laughs> Crazy crying. Amazing. Hey, not every song you get a grip was the same. You stop that. They were all the same. Is this the one with uh, Alicia Silverstone? Yeah. Yes. And, and Liv Tyler. Tyler. And Lyft. Very important. I, I am thankful for one of those people. Uh, then, oh, come on. Patsy Klein here. Crazy. That is nice. I'm crazy for feeling. So oh, the jukebox is right over there in the corner. Slow dancing. Day. Cherry Coke. Oh, man. It's such a good song. And a song that has a, a checkered history on Bacon Sale. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> crazy by Gnarls Barkley. Does that make me crazy? That's this is tough. So the song that probably should have won the Pro- one hit wonders for the two thousands. Yeah, yes, because it's that song. Yeah, yes. uh, that hit number two in two thousand six. Crazy by Patsy Cline was a number two country hit in nineteen sixty two. Oh man, and Crazy by Aerosmith at number seventeen in nineteen ninety four. Uh, crazy, <laughs> Patsy Cline. <laughs> Go Patsy on, Cline. Patsy Cline's Crazy was actually orig- it's a ballad composed by Willie Nelson at the time he yeah. was writing songs. He didn't sing it first, but he gave it to her and she sang it. And it's it. his favorite version of the song. Has, yeah. he, has he sung it? Yeah, he, he has, did. Yes. The same def- year. It actually feels like a I really like his, song. Yeah. his version of it, too. And she actually got in a, a pretty bad car accident, Patsy Klein did, mm-hmm. just before recording this. And she had a hard time in the studio, but then she recovered, sang it well. And Willie Nelson originally entitled the song Stupid. I'm stupid. Stupid for feeling so lonely. That sounds like what something Willie Nelson would do. But then he, yeah. he tried an audience and the fan reaction wasn't great, so he changed it to crazy and it works. When did huh. Frank Sinatra do something stupid? I don't know. That's a good song, too. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, also, fun fact, Rocky Point Haunted House. Yeah. In the uh, asylum room, mm-hmm. they have a record player playing the song and it just skips. So it goes, I'm crazy. Oh, my gosh. That crazy, would work. Crazy, 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 oh. crazy. Because not only creepy. is it beautiful and romantic, it could sound so creepy in the wrong setting. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And then you get Aerosmith, which was the debut of uh, Liv Tyler, Stephen Tyler's 17-year-old yeah. daughter, who yeah, he then a little made a mu- music video. In the video, she does do some dancing, mm-hmm. and that, you know, seems a little would weird. Would you consider this a power ballad, a ballad? Like, what would power this be? Ballad. Would a pal- power ballad? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you think? And it's it, it's about two girls. The music video is about two girls just going around running amok and, and being wild, going crazy. Of crazy, crying, or amazing. Which is the best song? Crying, crying, crying. I oh, was crying when I'm I crying. met you. Amazing, was, amazing. Are you, are you using that logic to remove this one from the group? Yeah, totally. Oh, okay. I mean, Aerosmith, we, we give a lot of props to in our 70s Did bracket. they win anything? Did Today? Aerosmith win anything? No. Jeez, you guys. They had Angel and it wasn't very good. You picked kind of lame. Uh, I, I picked the songs that were given the no, titles. Look, Crazy by Aerosmith is actually a good song, but compared it is. to it is. Gnarls yeah, Barkley like it. and Patsy Cline, it doesn't match up. I'm wondering, so Gnarls Barkley's version of this song is 15 years old. Has that stood the test of time at this Absolutely. point for you guys? I would think so. If it's still getting radio play, mm-hmm. yeah. If people still talk about it, yeah. Do you think now we? Uh, do you think Patsy Cline's has? Yes. In fact, it, it didn't start off as like this major hit, but it is transcended decades. So, do you think it stood the test of time, or it feels completely nostalgic from another time? I don't, I don't think. think yes. I, don't, it, I don't even know Patsy Cline to be honest. Yeah, but I, I'm voting for it. I'm voting for Patsy Cline's "Crazy," and you voted for. 
I would too, but I kind of want to make this more fun. No. Oh. You want to. Yeah, it's Patsy Klein. Okay. It's Patsy Klein. Well, the song wait, is are just, you kidding me? We're knocking out crazy for a second time right at the finish yeah, line? Yeah, it's that iconic. I was I was actually going to say, Joel, I'm very surprised that you aren't trying to redeem the one-hit wonder bracket of the 2000s. But just, I, I love I love all these songs. And crazy and... <laughs> Niles Barkley's crazy and <laughs> yeah. Patsy Klein's crazy are definitely two that I really hold it to high esteem. Mm-hmm. But listening to Patsy Klein, I was like, man, that is a fantastic mm-hmm. song. Honestly. Just the sentiment... And the vocals and the music, it's all so well done. And I do enjoy Narrows Barkley's version a lot. That song, I probably will listen to that one more, but I wanted to give it to Patsy Klein because I feel like she deserved it. Yeah, she does. It somehow feels like this this sweet and intimate song, but it's it's become such a I don't know, a time capsule that I love. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I love would it. Would you have picked that if uh, we went? Yeah, I think okay. I would have. Yeah. I I Props to the Gnarls Barkley song. I definitely love it. But this is just other level. I love it. So totally agreed. Patsy so Klein wins crazy. So there we go. Let us know if you agreed with our picks. We played the clips for you. You can also check out our playlist at baconcell.com. Please we have a Spotify do. playlist. Spotify is free. If you don't know, you just make an account and you can listen to it for free. And you can go listen to all the songs there and then make your own decisions. And let us know if we missed any uh, Twitter winner type songs, any mm-hmm. songs with duplicate titles. They do have to be hits, meaning, let's again, no deep cuts. But let us know. We may do a part two if you enjoyed this. But before we go, we want to thank some of our patrons and a couple of special categories, including the I Am The Listener tier, which includes Adrian Gray, Lady Terry Ann Finley of Wigtonshire, Sean Sandquist, Alicia Bass, Braden Winterton, Sweet Bottom Cakes, Jessica Drought, Jennifer Kokowski, Plot Twist Media, Adam and Rachel Crump, Glow Clen Daniel, and Babs. And we also like to thank the Bacon Council, which has Chris Anderson, Hattrick Nick, Go Knights Go, Ryan and Marley Farron, Mats, Ah, Stephen Ross, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, our favorite couple, the Madsons, The Shadow, and Reverse Listener. Thank you so much, patrons. Thank you, thank patrons. patrons. We really do appreciate you. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night for free on Facebook for now. Go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page for details. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, at showtimeshowdown.com. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at TumblingMustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale on social media. Go ahead and like that Facebook page at Bacon Sale and then follow at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram as well. While you're doing that, stop by tpublic.com slash bacon sale. Get yourself some merch, including some fun t-shirts or mugs or pillows and whatnot. And then if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash bacon sale. If you'd like to join the Patreon group, which includes some fun bonuses, including basically weekly extra content from uh, uh, we'll call bacon bits. Some pretty fun stories. We're not saying weekly. We're not saying long. Almost weekly. No guarantees. Generally 40 minutes. <laughs> They're getting uh, longer and longer. Sorry about that. Patreon.com slash bacon sale. So until next time. Yeah, this song is dedicated. This is good Charlotte. I would give her clay bust probably a B minus. <laughs> we hate them. We live with them. <laughs> We're laughing at them. Or they him. are them. Can we go now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Oh, are we recording? <laughs> yeah. Geez, sorry, Zach. He's emo before there was emo. McLaughlin. This was me and an ex-girlfriend song. Why? Because it was it was a romantic song. Did she die? Because yeah. it, it was in the arms of an angel. I don't know. Wow. Why do people pick songs? Okay. McLaughlin. They're gonna listen to this song right now. Guy has a frog in his throat and is singing. He just needs an Altoid. 
Sarah McLaughlin. It's Sarah McLaughlin. You just swore, <laughs> by the way. In Kent State <laughs> Tongue. What is this guy? <laughs> Why does Stitch have record on her? <laughs> hot takes that. Everybody knows. Moving up to crush. Oh, Kent. Kent. What? I know it's going to happen during this one. The biggest loser makes no fear shirt. Oh, those grunts are okay. <laughs> he is grooving. But all systems were go. I didn't know better. <gasps> Ocean sprays, cranberries. Ocean sprays. Oh my gosh! Cranberries. <laughs> cranberries. It, did you do this on purpose? No. no. <laughs> the ocean spray conspiracy is real. <laughs> I mean, that was crazy. Uh, not a sponsor, but we're open to it. To pow. To pow. To pow is an inspiration to us all. It's Celine Dion. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. What gregarian shit was that? <laughs> Never again, my word. Girls, girls, girls. We did that long enough on the show. We did that long enough on the show. It's gonna be the outtakes now. Girls, girls, girls. Oh, that makes me so happy and will haunt my dreams later. Sad, sad. That's sad. what I was trying to do. He's still laughing though. Sadness. The cove. New rule, no dolphin noises ever again. I think it's a new new rule in Bacon's no dolphin noises. No, let's get stubborn. Come on, Zach. <laughs> it's it's the residual. Drooling. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go on. Everybody do your share.